Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. I tell you, I think the Lord's really speaking to all of us um, through his parables here that we've been examining of late. Uh, There's so much to be gleaned uh, about what he was teaching about the kingdom of heaven, as as Matthew expresses it, or the kingdom of God, as Mark and Luke express it. Uh, Jesus taught through parables, and he taught profound truths with these parables. And so we've just finished the parable that we saw uh, in Matthew 22, verses 1 through uh, 14. And it's the parable of the, of the wedding feast. So if you didn't hear that, it's the previous episode. The next parable, uh, when you just sort of go through Matthew looking at the parables, is in Matthew 25. So we were in Matthew 22 and Matthew 25 and the first few verses of that. Now, <coughs> we could jump over to Matthew 25 and pick that up. <clears throat> but I tell you what, folks. We really do ourselves a disservice when we don't just take the time uh, to read the context, when we don't take the time to read an extra couple of verses, an extra chapter, an extra book out of the Bible, when we don't spend the time in our lives uh, really immersing ourselves in the Word to get the understanding that the Lord wants us to have in these things. And uh, that's just a wonder and the glory of the Word that the more you know it and the more you examine it, the more He reveals and the more you realize there is to know, right? So you can spend the entirety of our lives uh, delving out the truth that He has for us. So what I want to do, I thought we would back up to uh, the 24th chapter and start reading. But then I thought, no, we, we really need to back up to the 23rd chapter because something happens there, which I think has a high impact on what we're going to see in 24 and 25. But then I thought, well, wait a minute. We're here in the 22nd chapter. What am I doing? <laughs> so you can already see where this is going, right? Uh, I want us to read through the 22nd, the 23rd, and the 24th to get to that 25th chapter. Now, this obviously will take a a few episodes to do it. As a matter of fact, this is our 1450th episode right now. Uh, We just do these things on a daily basis. And uh, it's actually sort of cute. I had one of my grandkids ask me, you know, Peepaw, why do you do this? And I said, uh, well, I'm doing it for you. And when he first asked me this, he was seven years old, six or seven. And he says, I don't care. Well, you know, that's totally true. A six, seven-year-old shouldn't care what I'm doing right here. I said, I know, I know. He says, well, I don't want to hear it. I said, I know, but there will be a day when you will want to hear, when you want to listen. We're actually quite blessed, folks. We actually live in a generation to where we can record something like this. We can record audio. We can record video for the the progeny and the legacy that is yet to come. So our great, 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 great grandkids 150 years from now will be able to sit there and click a button and see us and hear us and listen to what we have to say and listen to what God was doing in our life and what he's revealing. And so he may not want to hear it now, but he will 30 years from now. Now, 30 years from now, in all likelihood, I won't be here. But the impact, can you imagine? So anyway... You know, why not take a little bit of time right here? Why not examine and see what's being said? Let me give you the big picture of what's going on, and then we'll uh, read a little portion, at least out of Matthew 22. Uh, Jesus is continuing to have uh, conflict with the religious rulers. We're about to see this in 23, uh, 22. 
it reaches sort of a pinnacle in 23 with Jesus in a discussion and dialogue with him. Seven times he says, calls them scribes, Pharisees, you hypocrites. <laughs> well, that's pretty intense, isn't it? Well, he comes out of the uh, temple, and then he uh, uh, just laments over Jerusalem. He's just sitting there looking at Jerusalem, and he says some things in the 23rd chapter. Well, then uh, he and the disciples make their way over to the Mount of Olives, and on the way over there, they must have been talking about some things, some things that he'd said, some things going on. We're not told exactly what it was, but we are told this in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, that some disciples come to him, and they say, uh, ask him a couple of questions, really two questions with three parts. Lord, when will these things occur, and what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? That's a loaded question, isn't it? So Jesus answers it. And in Matthew 24, from verses 4 through 14, I think, um, he gives a panoramic overview of the entire balance of history. He tells them what's going to happen. Then in verse, uh, verse 15, he says, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation that was spoken of by the prophet Daniel, he starts telling them about some things that are going to happen. That's Matthew 24 and 25. The next parable is in Matthew 25. So it's in the in the context. And if you look in the red letter Bible, Matthew 24 and 25 are, are basically all red letters. It's Jesus speaking, answering those questions that the disciple had asked. And it's really important to know that and to know that context. A lot of times we jump in and we'll deal with a parable and we'll deal with this and deal with that, not knowing what was going on, not knowing that Jesus had just come out of a really, really intense conflict with religious leadership, not knowing that this religious leadership had been trying to set him up, you know, for weeks and months. And so, anyway, let's go back to Matthew 22, and I'm just going to read in verse 15 right here, uh, really 15 through 22. And this is one of the things that the uh, uh, Pharisees were trying to do. Listen to what it says. Then the Pharisees went and plotted together how they might trap him in what he said. So you see what they're doing. They're plotting against Jesus. They're trying to entrap him with the words that he's speaking. Verse 16. And they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are truthful and teach the way of God in truth and defer to no one, for you are not partial to any. Tell us then, what do you think? Is it lawful to give a poll tax to Caesar or not? And you go, oh, I know this story. Yeah. But you see the motivation. They were trying to trap him. They were plotting against him. Verse 18, but Jesus perceived their malice and said, why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Jesus called these religious rulers who were acting this way and behaving this way exactly what they were. He called them hypocrites by name to their face with all the people around. And he did so without sin. I could do that. I'm not sure I could do it without sin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be mad and angry. So he says, why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the poll tax. And they brought him a denarius. And he said to them, whose likeness and inscription is on this coin? And they said to him, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God. And hearing this, they were amazed. And leaving him, they went away. Who was amazed? The Herodians and the Pharisees that had brought forth this question. Because they just knew that they had Jesus entrapped. They knew they had him on this. And they'd be able to nail him to the wall politically and with the uh, religious institutions and with the people. They had him here. 
And when you see these encounters right here, you see the simplicity of how the Spirit will speak in intense times. And it's really quite an example for us. What did he say? Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar and to God the things that are God. They were amazed and they left him. Now, this is a Pharisee. So you think that they would be done with it, right? <laughs> yeah, like we know better what's going to happen. We'll see in the next episode that another group of religious rulers come forth. The Pharisees were the modern day, uh, they were conservative in thought, okay, in theology and things. The next episode, uh, the Sadducees were coming, and they were the modern-day contemporary uh, progressives and liberal. And they had a question that they just knew was going to trip up and entrap Jesus. I wonder how that turns out. <laughs> we'll see it in the next episode. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.